All right, all right, all right, kids, gather around the fire, get nice and toasty, because we've got another episode of Starting Five coming at you right now. It's a podcast in which we form functional starting basketball lineups out of increasingly zany and hopefully at least mildly entertaining topics. As always, I'm your host, former legitimate sports journalist Dylan Jeffrey, and with me today in the booth for a very special AM episode of the, of the broadcast, if you will, my <laughs> oldest friend, Daniel Aaron. <laughs> Oldest friend and blood feud partner. <laughs> if you will. That's what I consider it. <laughs> I choose to leave off the latter half of your name. But <laughs> yeah. Don't be get too riled up about it. I, I also, so are you an illegitimate sports journalist now? That's the question no one's asking anymore. <laughs> it's not that I'm not a sports journalist. It's that I'm not a legit sports journalist. <laughs> I'm asking the questions that they don't want me to ask. So you get a job at Barstool, basically. Essentially, I'm a Barstool journalist. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, as, as you probably know, as a listener, we are on the third episode <laughs> of the Cartoon Network bracket. We've had, we had 20 characters come and go already, so... The, the pickings you'd think would be getting slim, but I, I got a lot of confidence in my team. And judging in that, that familiar glint in the eye, I think Danny's got confidence too. No, I was just, I was just thinking about, you know, the, the drink I'd like to be having. <laughs> oh, well. If only it weren't a work day. <laughs> if, only, if only it weren't noon on a work day. If only you didn't operate, I don't know, whatever machinery you operated. <laughs> <laughs> Tractor trailers mostly, so yeah. You know, if you just had a, a simple grocery job like me, you could get loaded before you went in, no problem. <laughs> Those illegitimate sports journalists. <laughs> you know what they do. <laughs> but um, as you may have noticed, there's no moderator on this episode. It's just me and Daniel just running wild, doing what we do, keeping each other in check. And I don't think that's ever happened. Never a single time. So we're definitely going to need other people to decide who wins this for us. We have decided to uh, unanimously send out uh, some texts to people with our teams after we've drafted, see if maybe they can give us enough answers, see if I can, you know, just like text my entire family and get a couple of votes for myself or something. We'll see how it runs. But <laughs> we're going we're gonna to figure it out a different way this time. That's not going to change the style and talent level of basketball that's being played out there. <laughs> Speaking of style and talent level, as first-time guest, Daniel, I will go ahead and uh, be the bigger man and give you my time. You can get it, the first one. That's only because it was in my rider. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, stunningly, nobody – I can't believe it, honestly, that nobody picked, clearly, the MVP. <laughs> the clear MVP. The, I, I, would, I would call him this time the Kyle Lowry of Cartoon Network. Now, this is getting interesting. <laughs> does he have an ass like Kyle Lowry does? 100%. 100%. <laughs> he's also constantly – I presume Kyle Lowry. I guess maybe he's more the uh, Rob Ray because he's always taking his shirt off. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, what Cartoon Network says his full name is Samurai Jack. <laughs> his name is not Jack, according to them. <laughs> his first name is Samurai. His first name is Samurai. He's uh, 5'10", so naturally I'm going to put him at small forward. <laughs> naturally. 
naturally. All right, all right, Samurai Jack. I think uh, he he's got the he's got the strategy. He's got the determination. He's got the grit, and uh, yeah, I think he can lead the team because there's only one way to play basketball. Point forward, baby. Point, Point forward. <laughs> Zion Williams and Blake Griffin. <laughs> yeah. LeBron, really. Zion Williams in a small forward. <laughs> no, but they're playing power forward, isn't he? They're playing him at point forward now. So <laughs> God, that's a bad idea. <laughs> it's terrifying to witness. All right. Well, Samurai Jack off the board. I gotta say, to combat, <laughs> to combat maybe not the samurai skills, but the sheer tenacity that Samurai Jack brings. I've got to bring in standing at uh, on all four legs at two foot one. <laughs> Who knows how tall he is when he rises to just two legs? <laughs> a, a lean forty pounds. <laughs> Superman's own best friend, Crypto the Superdog. <laughs> man of mystery, Crypto the Superdog, if you will. <laughs> He has all of this, the powers of Superman, except he's a dog. <laughs> so, worse? No. <laughs> Refereed more leniently is what I'm Is he? <laughs> is he? <laughs> now he's I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure we've learned something in the last... Uh, it's got to be like 23 years since Airbud came out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've learned that the dog can't play basketball. I don't Those think rules are definitely on the book. <laughs> Either way, I pick picking him more for his defensive tenacity. He's got <laughs> the super speed and the flying ability of Superman. And as we've proven on this show, uh, probably multiple times by now, dogs are excellent on ball defenders. See ball, <laughs> ball, the dog is going to chase that ball down. <laughs> But see, so so what if I have a tennis ball, though? Am I allowed to introduce a second non-regulation ball to distract the defense? That's bullshit. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if it stays off the court, if you as the coach wave it around off the court, okay. I don't know what we can do about that. Is that how this works? Are we the coach of the team? 100%. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so that's my pick number one, Crypto. Who you got it to? Solid. Um, so, <laughs> so for my number two, um, I, I'm just gonna, I, I'm just gonna go straight for power, for for speed, for I, really just sheer physicality. Because if there's one thing I know about sports, it's that you can't coach height. <laughs> you also can't coach interdimensional travel, and That's you can't coach wings so uh i'm gonna pick cosmic owl from adventure time <laughs> you can't coach wings is in contention for the title of this episode <laughs> i i still like dilly on the street <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who it depends on who wins <laughs> oh my god okay cosmic owl <laughs> You're going to have to bleep all of that out. <laughs> you know I won't. I know. Inside jokes or, or outside jokes on the show. <laughs> all right. Cosmic Owl. A fucking yeah. 
Eight. We'll put him at center. He's uh, I can't get an exact height in his smallest form. He's the size of a human teenager. Uh, and in his largest form, he's about four times the height of a space wizard. So <laughs> you can do it that what you will. Those are some... I mean, he can change it at will, so... Fair. I, I think the wingspan is really going really gonna to help since he could probably, like, full-court dunk. A lot of my team is going to be attempting the full-court dunk. <laughs> if we get inside of 50 feet, I will be disappointed. Trying the dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very here for it. It doesn't give you any extra points, but it gives a wow factor, and it puts asses in the seats, so... That's, that's what we're here for. Just trying to say... <laughs> If we can't be good, we're going to be entertaining. <laughs> Much like, uh, what is it, the, the, is it the Washington Generals? <laughs> Much like the Washington Generals. Much yeah. like the Washington Generals. <laughs> <laughs> if we can't be good, we're going to lose with style. That is brilliant. <laughs> All right, well, I guess to to counter your bird pick with an owl, <laughs> I'm – I'm going to pick what I'm pretty sure is a bird of some sort, though I have no idea what it actually is. Standing at a, a pretty shocking four foot tall, we have Coco from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. She's not a bird. She's part jet plane, part palm tree. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> part jet plane, part palm tree. That's what she is. Well, listen. We've got her out there, regardless of what she is. <laughs> if there's not rules against the dog, there's definitely rules against the jet plane. No chance in hell. She, <laughs> it's who she is. She doesn't transform into a jet plane. She breathes, and she is a jet plane. <laughs> no rules said a jet plane can't play basketball. <laughs> but like, defensively, I don't mind her gusto, but she's really there for like the three-card Monty trick. <laughs> wherein she's going to swallow the basketball and then she'll get out about 15 eggs. Who knows which one the basketball's in? She does quick alley-oop to crypto. Easy, easy but lengthy two points. <laughs> My concern here is your, your plan is to inbound, yes. swallow the ball, yes. shit out 15 eggs. At least. And then figure out which one it is and alley oop to crypto. So you're assuming that Coco can throw a 60 foot pass. I'm confident she can do. <laughs> How about this? How about we start her at half court and we end? <laughs> okay, so you're going you're going with the last second shot strategy with the whole game. I respect it. Absolutely. I respect it. My team won't, but I do. <laughs> All right. Well, after Coco, who's your third pick? <laughs> I'm a, I'm going to actually call a direct counter to that for my third pick. Because mm -hmm. see, I feel, I feel like Wilt, Wilt obviously off the board, the the lazy pick. Uh, Coco, you know, the the every man's player. Um, I'm going to go with the the real <laughs> essence of chaotic evil. <laughs> a, a true just student of the game. Okay. Probably, and, and I, I definitely can confirm close personal friend of James Naismith. <laughs> Standing at, according to her driver's license, five foot eight. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Madam Foster. 
five eight. That's what it. That's apparently what her driver's license says. Which is funny because Frankie is canonically five eight. <laughs> Madam Foster is not even half her height. She doesn't come to her ankles. <laughs> I was worried you were gonna say Frankie. Actually, I thought. Yeah, see, see, I did think about that because Frankie is like you know insanely competitive, True. but they do show Madam Foster playing soccer and basketball. It, it is actually, uh, according to several friends in the show, canon that Madam Foster can beat Wilt at basketball. Oh, my God. I've been doing research in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> canon. Canon. I mean, you can't argue with Phil. It could be that he let her win, but I choose to think that Madam Foster just, like, straight up fucking bodied him, awesome. you know, in the paint. So, uh, I was thinking point guard, but I, I think I might go power forward. Power forward for Madam Foster. That's bold, because are we, are we going with her legal height or with her actual height? <laughs> I mean, I have to think they would introduce her at 5'8", but we all know it's not true. <laughs> Madam Foster at power forward. Holy shit. Okay. Look, she she is battle hardened. She's lived through World War not quite one, World War Two, Vietnam, Korea. Those aren't in order, but you know. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I like that she's just been alive during wartime and so that has hardened her. Makes you battle hardened, I'm telling you. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Also, I mean she's crafty. She's she's hidden in that house for days. Very true. She's always escaping Mr. Harriman. That's true. Plus, she's got that like, uh, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you call it? Uh, motherly, motherly bond with Coco. Mm. Maternal. That's the word. <laughs> Maternal bond with. I don't care for that. Coco's not going <laughs> to jam all over Madame Foster. Absolutely not. Damn it! It's actually Plus she's she's had all those years to study what's in what egg. <laughs> oh no! She can probably intuit it by now. He's already cracked the code. I don't care for that. That's like 75% of our office. <laughs> you son of a bitch. All right. Well, in order to draft someone who is going to yam all over Madam Foster, <laughs> I think I've got to pull out one of, if not my strongest pick, standing at, and I'll do the math later, six feet even, roughly. Okay. We have... From Dexter's laboratory, Dexter's sister, Dee Dee. <laughs> You're just drafting a team full of birds at this point. <laughs> yes, maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> She's a six foot bird person. <laughs> Have you seen her body type, though? She looks like Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> Legs up to her shoulders. It's like the fucking oh, Slender Man. <laughs> Looks like Slenderman. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a basketball body if I've ever seen one. If I coach her up for a little bit, <laughs> I think by the end of this game, she's going to be a master of basketball. But that's fair. <laughs> a couple of additional fun facts. I arrived at her being six foot tall because her Wikipedia says that she's three feet taller than Dexter, who upon watching an episode wherein he tries to ride a roller coaster, and he is only half the height of the roller coaster requirement, which upon Googling proved to be 48 inches tall. Dexter's loosely 24 inches tall, times that by three 
That's six feet. That math took me probably 30 minutes earlier today. <laughs> I don't know that I agree with that math, but I'll allow it. That's what I like to hear. D, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm, I'm probably going to slap her down low. She might be power forward. <laughs> Body Adam Foster. <laughs> the ballerina. She, she's swimming around through the air. She's graceful. She's chaotic, but in a, in a fun way. In a, she, just, <laughs> she happens to find the right thing to do. She saved the universe several times. She allegedly sees into the future. She's got all <laughs> So that's DD at Power Forward. I, I, I'll be interested to see, is this kind of like a, a Luigi's Mansion kind of scenario? How does she fare, you know, without Dexter? Oh, that's a good question. She does. Much she does, like Luigi's Mansion, she'll be haunted. Oh, my God. And frankly, <laughs> I think that'll make her a better player. <laughs> It's gonna be great. With the thousand yard stare. <laughs> Five o'clock shadow, smoking a cigarette. Jeez. It's gonna be good. I, I respect it. I might, we might have to <laughs> might have to change the matchups there a little bit. <laughs> I don't like six feet going against probably two foot four. I can't imagine that Madam Foster is taller than crypto. <laughs> No, I can't see a <laughs> or waste more. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's a basketball. They're gonna shoot her like a basketball. <laughs> that will paint her orange and will disguise her as the ball. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors in the offensive tactics from both teams so far. <laughs> see, this is interesting though, because now I'm thinking about the horrors of if Coco accidentally swallows Madame Foster, <laughs> or worse, intentionally. <laughs> I have to imagine at some point Coco has eaten one of those imaginary friends. Absolutely, she has. <laughs> it, it, it is a fun fact, canon, that she was discovered on a deserted island and was believed to be the imaginary friend of a child from a plane crash. <laughs> they never find the family or the kid. Oh my god, Coco has a dark side. <laughs> Coco is only dark side. <laughs> Speaking of which, dark side. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good pick, though. What a goddamn pick that would be. I do need a fifth pick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fourth pick. We're on four, right? Um, yeah, we're on four. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So for my fourth pick, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. I realized how few of these shows I've seen. <laughs> and it was actually just me watching I, I thought I watched a lot of Cartoon Network it was actually just watching Teen Titans 14 times Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go a little bit new school with a show I have seen a little bit of uh, and I'm going to pick Garnet okay she's uh, apparently <laughs> I had to do some, some math on that one to convert <laughs> but uh, 6 foot 3 alright so you know the same height as some basketball players <laughs> i couldn't think of any <laughs> I think um, very six, three. but she has a lot of interesting powers like uh she can uh rocket launch her gauntlets and control the hands uh she has a third eye that can see potential futures jesus <laughs> also third eye for the ball <laughs> <laughs> not to mention uh Superhuman strength, superhuman speed, and superhuman durability. 
Fuck. Uh, plus, absolute worst case, if we distract the referee, she can split herself into two different gyms. What do you mean? <laughs> She's technically a fusion of two people, so... If we distract the referee. Sixth man. <laughs> new, new meaning to sixth man. <laughs> if you <laughs> But yeah, I think uh tabletops the referee just by standing. <laughs> I I imagine more than like Jack's just gonna start hacking people, both <laughs> with fouls and his katana. With fouls and the sword. He's he's gonna be so confused by what's going on, and then he's gonna be angry, and then he's gonna think that someone is a coup and he's just gonna start murdering people. Probably Didi. Those are <laughs> demonic proportions. Oh my god. That's no normal human. <laughs> That's no human at all. <laughs> I don't yeah, think I, uh, I would I like think... to see him try to slice up Didi. I think she's gonna balance <laughs> her way by happenstance clear That's out of true. it. <laughs> I mean worst case in that situation though, he, he catches somebody else in the crossfire. <laughs> Probably Coco. No! I was just getting demolished right here. Coco, he clips one of her wings. <laughs> He's going straight to the source. He's done with the eggs. He's <laughs> done with the bullshit. He's <laughs> cutting right to it. <laughs> he recognizes that Coco is a coup. <laughs> a lot of magic bullshit. <laughs> and instead of waiting on his newly drafted clairvoyant friend, this yeah. <laughs> There's some future vision in t- two of your guys now. <laughs> yep, that's true. Instead it's that clairvoyant connection. Instead of waiting for them to figure it out, he's just going to cut Coco in half. <laughs> he's going to lop that palm tree right off. No! <laughs> no! Yeah, I feel like Garnet has the Garnet has the cool demeanor, too, and, and the, you know... Keep it, she can keep everybody calm, focused. All right. That's going to be helpful once Jack starts lopping heads. <laughs> We're going to need it in the four on four. <laughs> it's like penalty minutes, right? Exactly- <laughs> he chops down one of your players and he goes to the box for 60 years. And he feels shame. <laughs> Those stats go on the sheet, though. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So. Another mystical being. You know, I think in order to match your heavy mysticism with purely chaotic nonsense, which I think is the only true way to approach it, I'm going to go with a three foot eight blue cat gumball (laughs) from the (laughs) images of gumball. Okay. I have no idea about anything about that show. Clearly you haven't seen an episode. No, because I'm not scared of a three-foot-eight cat. Well, you would be if you saw this one. (laughs) (laughs) On his Wikipedia page, the first thing it says about him is that he is chaotic neutral, which is perfect for my team. It's important. Because we have Coco, chaotic neutral. (laughs) I would argue chaotic evil, but... You might actually be leaning there, yeah. Sort of south-southwest on that one. DD chaotic neutral. And now Gumball, chaotic neutral. And Crypto's probably a good guy all around, but with his dogness, there's a touch of chaos to be introduced. 
So Gumball, for starters, he has a manliness form in which if he takes protein powder, this is canon, if he takes protein powder, he can grow in size, he gets super strength and super speed, he grows a mustache, which is probably the most important part of his transformation. <laughs> and at one point, while in manliness form, he defeated an entire dodgeball team by himself. So even if Samurai Jack lops off everyone else's head, <laughs> Gumball's going to be around, just living in his amazing world of Gumball, just draining threes, because did, I fail to mention... He has a paintball gun that he canonically has never missed a shot with. Is <laughs> it a basketball-sized paintball gun? It could be. <laughs> or he's got perfect aim, and that counts with... Oh, is he going to rocket league this and just hit the ball with it until it goes in? Yes, that's exactly what he's going to do, and it is going to go in every fucking time. I'm putting him in the corner. I don't know what position yet, but Gumball's going to hang out in the corner. <laughs> I feel like our teams don't really have positions on anything but paper. No, we are playing positionless basketball. <laughs> so my two questions, though. If he lives in the world of gumball, mm. does that mean it's all in his head? That's a fair question, and I have not watched enough of the amazing world of gumball to tell you. I respect that. Number two, <laughs> the, the protein powder is definitely protein liquid that's <laughs> – got protein powder taped over the HGH label. 100%. There's no <laughs> not steroids of some sort. And okay. For that reason, he's probably only going to be able to use it in the fourth quarter. <laughs> in the one game. <laughs> the law is going to be all over him. <laughs> he's just shooting up on the sidelines. <laughs> But God, that's horrifying. Gumball, there he is. Sometimes he gets big <laughs> his mustache. He's a perfect shooter. And he's going to introduce a little chaos. Because <laughs> what we needed is more chaos. <laughs> okay. See, I'm going to go the opposite way. For my fifth pick, and this is highly controversial, <laughs> oh. I'm going to go uh, with Lawful Evil. Ooh. Because I think, I, I don't, presumably Jack is neutral good. Yeah. New, true neutral, maybe? Somewhere around I there. haven't seen enough to know. <laughs> <laughs> Madam Foster is definitely chaotic evil. Absolutely. Cosmic Owl, I would say, probably chaotic neutral. Yeah. Maybe true neutral-ish. Mm -hmm. uh, Garnet's, I think, lawful good. So we need lawful evil to, you know, hit corners. Corners is important on that chart. <laughs> <laughs> as well as corner threes. Oh. Um, <laughs> so technically, technically... Mm. This show aired originally in the U.S. on Cartoon Network, so I'm going to count it. Okay. As long as it didn't air on any of Let's the face it. networks, I guess. When has France mattered? Is the French one? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yes, from Code Lyoko. Um, not so much a human, but uh, I, I believe they call it a... Uh, Artificial intelligent multi-agent system. Um, basically, it's an evil supercomputer that can create minions in the real world at certain points. Uh, I'm going to pick Xana. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 
for those of you who haven't seen Code Lyoko, go watch it. It's all on YouTube. <laughs> the license ran out ages ago. <laughs> but basically, a bunch of teenagers find a supercomputer and they can put themselves into a digital world and fight monsters. Why do they choose to do this? Because uh, they're trying to save their uh, save somebody else that's trapped in it anyway. Um, <laughs> and to stop Xana from taking over the world. So Xana makes monsters in the little universe, but he can also manifest them in the real world sometimes in a couple of episodes. It happens in more than one episode, so I'm going to count it. All right. So he can also possess other computers and technology. Okay. So, yeah. And, uh, Gifted evil masters. You know, robots are our future overlords, so better than us in almost every way. Okay. I do think, uh, depending on Zayna's appearance, Samurai Jack might attack it. <laughs> it just seems like there's a shot that Samurai is just ready to kill any evil because he's not sure what or where Aku is at any moment. <laughs> See, that's bad, because I also have Madame Foster, the essence of chaotic evil. The essence of evil. <laughs> so there, there will have to be some, some consistent timeouts taken and some coaching decisions. Oh, absolutely. If you, if you think we're not going to slow this game to a grinding halt, you're just <laughs> dead wrong. <laughs> All right. I don't, even, I don't even know how to combat Xana, the evil technological wonder. <laughs> I guess. I was, I'm just, just going to stick to the plan. I had a plan <laughs> of, of just drafting four chaotic characters and then one dominant man who can handle it. I guess I'll just hand it over to him. Uh, standing at 6'7", whenever he decides <laughs> to be. <laughs> when he decides to be. From the dark side of Mars, we have the Martian Manhunter. <laughs> I don't actually know if he's from the dark side of Mars, but it made it a cooler intro. <laughs> it did make it cooler. For starters, he's a shapeshifter, so he can be as tall or short or weird looking as he wants to be. But only up to 6'7"? Nope. He just, his natural form, like when he's talking to other humans. Oh, okay. So that's, that's just what he chooses. Yeah, which is funny that he chooses a not imposing six foot seven form. <laughs> he can also phase through objects. He can fly. He's canonically one of the strongest and smartest members of the DC universe. One time he destroyed the moon by himself. <laughs> the piccolo maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look into why he did that. Also, one time he knocked out Shazam. <laughs> What's he, the, the adult or the child, Shazam? It's really important that I look that up. <laughs> and I Probably. Because, <laughs> I mean, if he's just going around punching 14-year-olds, Dee Dee's probably in trouble. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of friendly fire on these teams. Absolutely. Samurai Jack is going to cut every member of your team. And, I mean, listen, Martian Manhunter might kill people. <laughs> That's his job. He's, a, he's like a space detective. <laughs> yeah. Space detective. He solves crimes. Interestingly, he's not really much of a manhunter. <laughs> it is surprising. Be that as it may, we're absolutely not running zone. We're running man defense so that our manhunter can hunt men. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that's kind of your problem, though, because I'm already seeing the matchup issue here. 
I'm I'm definitely gonna put Xana on him, and I, I mean he's got the obvious weakness of family. Oh, it's pretty important to his plot that his family just gets absolutely murdered. Oh. So I'm gonna go ahead and like uh, Batman begins this. Oh. And I'm just gonna start at the beginning, kill his family, presumably <laughs> play because he's devastated, or I would hope play distracted. He's Unless, gonna look, he's gonna look up into the crowd and he's gonna like see his kids or whatever in there. <laughs> Interestingly enough, they never do mention if that's his main family or his backup family. <laughs> you ever think about the idea that like Martian Manhunter's just like got a secret attic family and that's the one that gets murdered? That's the one that went, and he <laughs> he can't act publicly remorseful about it because he's <laughs> exactly. he got a side family. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, so you try to kill Martian Manhunter's family, but it turns out it was one of his many side families. Well, I mean, Xana can get a lot done, so we'll just we'll find all of them and we'll take care of that. Just keep killing them. <laughs> By the fourth quarter, statistically, you'll have killed his family that he cares about. Exactly. The family he hasn't abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> Martian Manhunter goes out for cigarettes and never comes back. <laughs> That's his big move. Yeah. All right. Well, draft over. Let's get a quick draft recap. <laughs> draft over, game over. I mean, I've got a supercomputer. Hack the scoreboard. Boom. There we go. This is hack the scoreboard. You piece of shit. Does this supercomputer have arms? Um, into the internet, yes. In the real world in which we play. Uh, it can it can control robots, so yes, it can find presumably the robot version of LeBron James and Ooh. just start dunking. That's a hell of a presumption. At the very least, I'll set it up on the sideline and use it as a tactician. That's fair. It is a supercomputer. All right, well, we've got enough time for a draft recap and quick back and forth. So my team in position... <laughs> If that matters, we've got point guard Coco because of her three-card Monty trick. Shooting guard Gumball because he's a snipe from outside, and that's canon. <laughs> Small forward Crypto the Superdog because he's going to be playing above the rim. He can fly. He's going to be nosing in a lot of alley-oops. He's probably going to pick up a lot of goaltends as well, but that just comes with the territory of flight. <laughs> just how it goes. A lot of charges, too. So many charges. He doesn't understand. He sees the ball, and he's just going to go for it. So defensive fouls as well are going to be rough. But he's going to be a fucking menace out there. <laughs> Speaking of menaces, power forward DD, as I call her, D, Giannis Antetokounmpo D. <laughs> D, two-time MVP D. <laughs> she's going to slice and dice her way through the paint with her little ballerina shoes. And she's going to yam all over Madam Foster and whoever else is in her way. 100% traveling. She has no remorse. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to spin to the paint. It's her pivot foot. She's allowed to pivot. <laughs> if, we get her in the if we get her in the low post, and then okay. she pivots. Then she okay. And finally at center, because he's my only tall player, Martian Man. <laughs> Okay, I, I I respect it. Uh, I I think lineup wise, I'm I'm probably gonna have to put. 
God, see, I don't know because I want to play defensively. I, I think I'm going to shift Madam Foster to point guard. Okay. Because, you know, she's got the handles. She, she's been shown to, to play some sports, be a little crafty. There is um, you know, plus you need, you need that veteran experience. You need um, a veteran leader. <laughs> I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have to put Xana at shooting guard. Okay. For both the shooting of Martian Manhunter's family <laughs> and also just because it's, it's the only position that really isn't necessary. <laughs> um, small forward, I'm, I'm probably going to put Garnet on Crypto because I think the, you know, sending the gauntlets after him and also predicting his movements is going to be big. I think that's going to be some good defense, uh, which leaves. I'm going to put Jack at power forward just because I like that DD matchup. I think that's going to get just ugly. One way or another, it's going to be a blowout. <laughs> Not sure which way, but some way. Is that a threat? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> and um, that leaves Cosmic Owl at center because, I mean, presumably he can make himself 20 feet tall. So shapeshifter versus shapeshifter will be interesting. That'll be very nice. I don't know if Also got- with his cognitive premonition and interdimensional travel and all that. Mm. I think he's probably going to have that one locked up. That's going to be a close one. All right, well. I'm definitely playing the triangle. There's no doubt about that. Playing the triangle. <laughs> With all that. Triangle <laughs> offense, zone defense. Zone defense. <laughs> right, we're going to see some interesting tactics out there. You're running <laughs> I'm running full court man-to-man. I've got nothing but athletes. Full court press. Full court press from the start. We're, we're press Virginia over here. That's what we do. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I'm going the opposite. I'm going to go – we're going to grind this game to a halt. Zana's going to keep adding time to the shot clock. <laughs> we're just going to – we're going to hold the ball for 20 minutes. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And then we're going to pass to Cosmic Owl, and he's going to dunk it. <laughs> Feed the big man. God. All right, well – defensively i feel pretty good about my team i think uh crypto is a dog you know if you will. martian manhunter can well, but okay <laughs> martian manhunter can shapeshift and if you try to post him up he can just phase through you and grab the ball so there's really no scenario where either of those two don't get the ball i would i would have to think if that doesn't violate basketball rules that violates just every rule just the natural order no such thing. Also, I don't know how you reach through. A, technically, I don't think Cosmic Owl is always, like, uh, tangible. Oh. So even I don't know easier. how that's going to work. Even easier, then. Yeah. That means anyone can phase through them. <laughs> that means he can phase through them, too. This is going to come down to – I mean, this is going to be ugly. I don't think it's going to be a pretty game. I Looking at my team, Crypt. No, DD is going to be the leading scorer, and I don't see any way around that. And <laughs> Probably I th- not. I think I'm in trouble because DD is my leading scorer. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I think, uh, let's face it, who is, you say Gumball is your point guard or who your shooting guard? Shooting guard. Coco's the point because she's Coco, got a- So, ah, see, that changes things because I, I was going to say I think Foster gets, gets probably beat up down there, but I don't know. I don't think Coco's going to do very much against her. That's a fair point. She's going to shit out an egg, and it's going to have, like, heart candy in it or something yeah to be fair though i feel like madam foster will forget there's a basketball game happening At so least in the game. now it's kind of a four on four 
I, I, th- I think Gumball's probably going to outshoot Xana, but that's not going to reflect on the scoreboard. Um, <laughs> crypto, crypto Garnet matchup is interesting, though. That's very interesting. Because, again, Crypto is my rim rocker. He's just going to be playing <laughs> above the rim. Hard-nosed defensive guy. And then uh, Garnet's going to be tough to fucking stop. Yeah, three eyes for the ball. Three eyes for the ball, those magic flying hands. And worst case, split up, you know, two on one. Once Not you go, as strong, but two on one. I mean. Once you go down a person, you just sort of divide and fill that face. Exactly. Exactly. Technically, oh, technically, if I have Xana on the sidelines, not on the floor. Now I'm playing six on five. Now you're playing six on five. <laughs> Darn a tweaker, though, split up. So now I'll probably keep, I'll probably keep it five on five. All right. I, I, I think, honestly, though, so let's face it, Jack is going to try to cut Didi in half. And whether he succeeds or not, there's at least going to be, you know, an investigation. They'll probably be off the court. An investigation. I think this basically turns into a one-on-one of Cosmic Owl versus Martian Manhunter. And to be honest with you, neither of us are ever going to concede victory in that one. Oh, no, absolutely not. That one would Absolutely make the podcast 15 hours long. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this for 25 years, so I don't think they have time for that. <laughs> so in the nature of keeping this episode listenably short, <laughs> I think we're going to have to take this to the streets and we're going to have to see who wins that one-on-one matchup at the end of the game. So uh, listeners, sorry to leave you on this cliffhanger. You're just going to have to – you have to stay focused, stay vigilant, and be ready because you'll just sort of suddenly and unexpectedly find out who wins this episode. <laughs> Based on the title. <laughs> Based on the title. About 20, about what, 12 minutes in? <laughs> some deep listening to figure out who won. If you're trying to crack the code, if we've got any stalkers out there. <laughs> but... That being said, uh, regardless of the outcome, Daniel, a good uh, gentlemanly handshake, pat on the ass. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. I'll accept that, but I've got a knife in the other hand just in case. Oh, my God. Ready for everything. Just in case. I'm here for it. All right, so that, that wraps up this episode. In spite of not wrapping up this episode, we hope you, <laughs> hope you enjoyed the third episode of the first round. Coming up soon, I guess you're going to figure out who won it. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Y'all take it easy out there. We will see you in the next app. Stay safe. Stay live.